Greetings and welcome to Worship Matters, a podcast from Discipleship Ministries, an agency of the United Methodist Church located in Music City, Nashville, Tennessee. This podcast deals with the intricacies of planning worship each week. I'm Diana Sanchez Bouchong, Director of Music Ministries, and I'll be your host for today. During this time of transition from virtual to in-person and hybrid worship, the worship team has endeavored to provide conversations that inspire worship teams and leaders to seize this moment and realize the opportunities before the church, finding ways to help those worshiping with us to re-engage and shape the church we are becoming. Today's episode will be a conversation with Raymond Trapp, Raymond is a native of Belize, Central America, and he serves as a music director organist at Vanderveer Park United Methodist Church in East Flatbush, Brooklyn, where he has served in this role since 2009. Raymond was formally introduced to music in the sixth grade through the New York City Music Program, where he studied the alto saxophone. Raymond began to transition to piano and then to organ. He says, I decided that it would be more practical to study instruments found in the church where I spend so much time. Raymond's love for the human voice and spirit has established him foremost as the choral director and worship leader. Mr. Trapp won the colleague certificate from the American Guild of Organists and was elected as the first African-American dean of the Brooklyn chapter of the AGO. Raymond acquired a bachelor's degree in music from Hunter College and a master's degree in sacred music, choral conducting from Westminster Choir College. Raymond served as music and worship director of the UMC Special General Conference in 2019 and will serve as a music and worship director for the United Methodist Church General Conference coming up in 2022. I, I uh, smiled at the saxophone because that's such an amazing instrument. It's one of my favorites. Yeah. Uh, but you don't get a lot of saxophone music for church, as we all know. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> exactly. Well, welcome, Raymond. I'm so delighted to have a conversation with you today. Can you tell us first how you're doing, you know, in this weird time that we're in where we're sort of transitioning away from protocols for the pandemic, but sort of not, and... And, and just tell us what you're doing these days. Yes, definitely. First of all, thank you so much, Diana, for all you do and all the wonderful people at United Methodist um, Discipleship Ministry. Um, things are going better, thank God. Of course, there have been some challenges, not only at church level, but personally. Um, supporting friends and going through various things with others, but I'm reminded that God is faithful. Mm. I remember on a particular day when I'm, I just felt extremely overwhelmed. I heard a song in the chorus that um, I've been through enough to know that God is still enough for me. And mm. I, that just blessed me so much. And we incorporated it into our music ministry. Last time we spoke in a podcast, my church hadn't opened yet. Mm-hmm. But I'm happy to say we reopened on Sunday, August 4th, with a combined service on the church lawn. And that was just a wonderful time. I mean, people are just so happy to see each other. Oh, know? yeah. Yeah, that was such a blessing. Um, we have resumed our two services per Sunday schedule, 8.30 and 10.45, with the necessary precautions. Um, I've broken up our choirs into small ensembles 
hearts of an ensemble minister each Sunday. And very glad to just be creating music and for planning worship with an in-person congregation in mind. And back to um, preparing for an organ recital, actually. And the first Sunday when we were actually back in the sanctuary, I watched people come in. They came in quietly. They sat in their seats and just lifted their hands, giving thanks to be back in the sanctuary. And Sometimes you never know how the action of someone else blesses you so much. They, I, they'll never know how much that strengthened me. But that was an amazing experience. So things have definitely gotten better. Still in challenging times, but grateful for his mercy. Amen. Oh, Raymond, I'm so glad to hear that uh, just this month that you've uh, resumed in-person worship again and following all the protocols that I that we hear out there about smaller ensembles, rehearsing shorter periods of time and you know, uh, staying masked as much as possible, all those sorts of things. But yeah, um, I've been to church a few times recently and uh, it's that same feeling. It's like, oh my gosh, we've missed this so much. The community, the breathing together and singing together and um, just, oh yeah. I think we we um, have a fuller appreciation for worship <laughs> than yeah. we did before the pandemic. That's for sure. Yes, yeah, so well, right in saying that. Mm-hmm. And speaking about worship, so one of the reasons I wanted to have a conversation with you today is because we're anticipating general conference for next year, and uh, it's a year from now, basically. And so I just wondered what you're, what you're thinking about in terms of the worship services that'll take place at general conference, and then we can talk a little bit later about the, the different uh, performing groups and so forth, but I... I mean, you've had a really different kind of uh, music director experience. First, you were asked to to lead in a, ge- a special call session, and then we got to move General Conference uh, for another year. So how is all the planning going for you? That's so true. And the thing is, when it was canceled, of course, you had a large amount of things planned already. And um Definitely having to be mindful of the experience that people have had while we've been apart. So as I continue to look at the music and review it, and text and those things are always important to me, but being mindful of where we're coming from, these experiences. And so with the music, I know a hymn that will be there is the church's one foundation, is Jesus Christ our Lord. Um, That has just been speaking to me so much. And I think even that space and looking forward to creating moments that we just have open hearts to what God will do and can do. So we've definitely started reviewing the services, praying that we will be able to gather at that time. Uh, There's always a service that deals with the memorial aspect, and that is going to take on a different, definitely new meaning from Mm -hmm. where we're all coming from. So definitely praying and paying close attention to everything, but that service also. And, um, and how to, to deal with that in a meaningful and respectful way for everyone. So that's where we are in the planning and being mindful of where we are in this pandemic in terms of the world overall. Wow, yeah, you have such a, a huge task before you, but I know I know that you're up, for, up to the task and that you are working, I'm, I'm assuming with a team of people and um, the General Conference Committee has given you some resources so that you can 
um, do this planning ahead of time and be thinking about the space you're going to be in. Um, so what are, have you found any particular challenges that <laughs> that's kind of, I'm laughing as I say that because it's all challenging <laughs> or, or particular uh, joys and triumphs as you're doing this planning for a year from now. Definitely. Um, the central team consists of nine persons, four of which are clergy, six women, three men, all gifted in various areas of ministry. And of course, that team extends to smaller teams dealing in various areas or a particular service. Um, some names I'm sure you'll recognize, David Bowen out of Nashville, um, Stephen Mitchell out of Georgia, um, other people I've, I've worked with here, um, Stephanie Parsons, Heather Sinclair, Zanine Virus, Dolores Dalton, mm. uh, and Reverend Betty Soam. And so looking forward to that. The challenge has been balancing professional ministry with personal ministry, mm. because we, we gather together, of course, to discuss general conference, but in the midst of those conversations, life has changed in many ways for many members of the team, some of our pastors being receiving new appointments and things like that. Um, and the challenges of those we've lost, that has been a part of our conversation. But also the victories have been when we share each other, as I said, moments where God has reminded us that God is still able. And that, those testimonies have been amazing. I'm convinced we'll hear those testimonies at General Conference also. Um, it's also been a challenge to moment, maintain momentum at times because at this time you're still prayerful that general conference will happen. Um, many relationships that started were somewhat put on hold because of everything else going on. So, so those have been the challenges, but the team has been great about remaining connected and excited. Everyone who has been a part still wants to be a part, and we're excited about that, even from our guest fires. Um, Everyone still wants to be a part, and we're happy about that. Well, and so you brought up choirs. So choirs have always been a large part of the offerings at General Conference. And I've known of choirs that have been, you know, invited to go sing. And that's just been such a tremendous uh, boost to their uh, their whole program because, of course, they had to fundraise and do all kinds of things together. But then to be able to say we sang at general conference and we were there and watched the legislative process happening. And um, so tell us a little bit about the choirs that you're expecting. And um, again, you know, maybe some challenges and victories along the way with those as well. Right. We had approximately 16 choirs scheduled to come. And, and as you referenced, it's been amazing, not only what they go through, but all they put forward for it to be possible for them to come to General Conference. Because mm. they're coming from so many various parts of the world, some very remote areas. And they send in their videos um, where, where they have taken the gifts God has given them and turned it into amazing ministry. So I think they, they see it as a blessing for them coming. I think we're blessed by them coming here. Amen. Because they, they come with few resources, many of them, but the ministry is amazing. It is anointed. I mean, we are blessed by just some of the videos that mm. they gave. And, and so when General Conference was postponed, my first um, goal was to reach out to them and connect with them. And they understood. And as I said, I was so excited that every single group still wanted to be a part. Yeah. And wow. 
to seek how to be a part and how can they be supportive. And I mean, they're dealing with the same pandemic we're dealing with. So my goal is that if every choir we had can come, that is a goal for them to come. And I think it will be even a greater experience. And anyway, you know, we can help in that way through prayers, just remaining connected. We look to do because that is an amazing part of general conference and these ministries in various languages, our choir who will um, minister to us through sign language. I mean, it has blown my mind, but blessed me so much and expanded me as a worship leader. Definitely. Wow. Well, um, can you just name just a couple of areas you you kind of alluded to, to um, you know, people coming from far and wide but I don't think the most of us actually know what where those places are. So could you just give us three or four places that you know people are coming from? Sure. We had a choir from the Philippines, um, two choirs from Africa, uh, a group reached out from Indonesia, um, not to mention all across the United States. Um, and that's why I said all their videos they sent in, I keep and look back at times. They're, they're ministering sometimes from a building from their church from outside it's just amazing and and the ministry is calling you into their space so yeah and just the excitement they have about coming excites me <laughs> you know yeah yeah I, I i i can tell i can sense right. it in your voice and in and your demeanor that's amazing well and i hope i mean i'm just thinking out loud here but i hope maybe um as the as next year comes and we're really looking with anticipation toward general conference that maybe you can release some of those videos so that the rest of us can get excited along with you, even if we don't get to go to general conference. But I, I know there's copyright issues with all of that. And I, I'm happy to help you try to um, hunt some of that down and, and get it done. But I think creating that anticipation church-wide, worldwide, um, I think is probably what we were really going to need <laughs> as we are looking to general conference and looking at what, what kind of church we're going to be post general conference, you know? So, right. and I'm glad you mentioned that. Absolutely. Because um, we looking at create a Facebook page. And as you said, once we work out the copyright, share, share those. You're absolutely right. And thank you for joining the team, Diane. <laughs> <laughs> I just volunteered, didn't I? <laughs> <Yes>. <laughs> Accepted approved. Okay, I'll be there. I'll help. Shape or form. I'm happy to to be in the background. (laughs) Well, and one question that came to my mind as you were talking too is uh, going back to the the worship, the the whole view of worship, not just the individual parts like the choirs, but um, I'm guessing there's a, a general theme that the general conference committee gave you to work with. Can you talk about that? Yeah, yeah, and we were thinking, and and, um, we had the theme of God is able, Mm. you you know, and and, and starting from there, of course, we'll revisit and look because what we've gone through will pour into that. Of course, that can still be the theme and maybe shape differently how you deal in each service and what does that mean to each person. Mm. But there's definitely a lot there to work with, because I think even in this difficult time, we have all experienced the goodness of God in some way, in some small, tangible way. And we'll need to share those stories also. Great, great, I love it. 
So what are you looking forward to most uh, for next year? I am looking forward most to gathering. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. By, by God's grace. Yes, that can happen. And, you know, experiencing worship in a corporate level. Um, and in my heart, I'm looking forward for us to experience God in a pragmatic and a tangible way. I'm, mm-hmm. I'm looking forward to hearing the stories of people even before the conference begins. But definitely to, to gathering. There's something in the gathering, the, the corporate gathering, that I just cannot be duplicated in any other way. Just being in that space, and it doesn't even require sound. It's just something about the presence of others. Yeah, the corpus, as you know, where corporate comes from, that Latin word that we become a body together. Right. Yeah. Wow. Yeah. Um, may God, may God make that possible because we need it so so badly. Amen. Yeah, we're hungry for that. So what, what else do you want to tell us about General Conference or, um, or ways that, that we can be in partnership with you, all the listeners? You know, what should we be praying for? What can we do to support your ministry here and, and this task that you have of gathering and worshiping and uh, giving light to our, our church at this time? Definitely for everyone praying for us, and I know many have, um, and praying that we come with our open hearts to experience Christ mm. through, through the word, through music, through the various aspects of worship. Um, I think if anything, not only me, but I think we've all learned in reference to the importance of gathering. And even before we get all to the business, that's very important, the importance of the worship and praying that the worship be not just something we do, but something we experience mm-hmm. of, of how the worship made us feel closer to Christ and closer to each other. Um, and, and we all play a role in that. And sometimes people will send you emails with a prayer and you, sometimes you don't get to respond to everyone, but those seeds mean a lot and, and they help the team. I've used the word worship as an acronym to guide us. And the acronym that a youth leader at my church came up with was, when our reality seems hard, invoke praise. Mm. And um, No, wait, wait. Say that again for everybody. Say it one more time. The word worship, right. And she came up with, when our reality seems hard, invoke praise. Mm-hmm. And that has, has been something that has just undergirded me at all times because reality will become hard, but that praise and worship is always there for us and a part of us, corporately and individually. So um, my prayers for everyone to pray together, share your stories with us, and for all of us coming expecting God to do something that only God can do. Wow. Wow. Raymond, I think you're in the right place at the right time. And that I feel like you're anointed to to lead um, our church into this place of worship, into this place of openness um, at a time when conversations are going to be hard. And, um, you know, I think about that term courageous conversations or holy conferencing um, where we we talk about hard things. But in the end, we we have to give it back to God. And that invoke praise when things are hard, you know, invoke praise. Uh, that's a wonderful reminder that we can do hard things because God is still there with us. Um, right. 
Right, right. And, and I think that that thing we had about um, be still and know that I'm God, you know, that that going in, 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 in a way of just opening our hearts because God will speak to each and every one of us. And then we share that story with each other. Mm-hmm. Um, even participating in 2019 with everything, there were just those moments you knew God was in the room. And that is the goal for God to always be in the room in all of that we do. Amen. Amen, Raymond. Thank you. Thank you. Can I share one more thing? I would love for you to. Um, And this is separate from General Conference. Okay. I I have a group, and the name of the group is IMAGE. And IMAGE stands for Imperfect Me Advertising God's Excellence. Um, And we are participating in a competition based on original material. And so we wrote a song entitled Alpha and Omega. And the proceeds from the registration go towards helping vulnerable children in the D.C., Maryland area and the greater Detroit area. So what I'm asking, the name of the group is Raymond Trapp and Image. If people can go to bethany.org slash battle and vote for us, because if you receive the most amount of votes, you win. And you can hear our piece there. Hopefully it blesses you. But if you go there and scroll down and vote for us, it will be greatly appreciated. So uh, give us that address one more time. It's bethany.org slash battle. And it's called Battle for the Family. Wow. Yes. Um, And I'll make sure we put that along with the text that we uh, include on our website, uh, introducing this podcast so that it'll be there as well. For those of you that might be listening, just just look for it and embedded in the text. Thank you. Well, great. Well, thank you for sharing that. I think, my goodness, I, I don't get, I, I guess you don't really get to sleep much in, over there in, in Flatbush. But, but what you're doing, I know, is uh, helping our world and helping us. And mm-hmm. so I just want to say on behalf of all of us in music ministry, thank you for what you're doing, Raymond, and for representing at the general conference level next year. And and be sure and call on us, all of us, to, to help you just send out a signal that says, I need prayer right now on this. And we'll be doing it. We'll be prayer warriors with you. Absolutely. Thank you. And thank you so much. And I just want to say to everyone, I, when, you, when we stand on that stage, we stand on that stage together. Although we're not physically there together, we are spiritually there together. And I just want everyone to be mindful that we will all be there together, lifting up praise together. And thank you so much for all you have done and continue to do. Thanks, Raymond. You're welcome. Uh, And thank you all for joining us today. We hope this has been helpful to you. Remember that you can find more information at our website at umcdiscipleship.org. We want you to tell us what you think, so send us an email. You can find all of our staff listings there on that website. So until next time, we will be praying for and with you and your congregation. And may God continue to bless your worship ministry as you make disciples for the transformation of the world. Bye, everyone. This podcast has been a production of Discipleship Ministries, an agency of the United Methodist Church. Visit all our podcasts at podcasts.umcdiscipleship.org.